1: Hello, everyone. We are here with Talk, Purpose, and Truth podcast. This is Eden. And Kim. And Kim. And we have a great guest today, and Kim's about to introduce her.
2: All right. Um, So we are very lucky and blessed to have Deborah Wilson here. And Deborah Wilson is best known for being on Mad TV, Fox late night sketch comedy series Mad TV. And currently, she's been working regularly doing voiceover work for film and television and a multitude of popular video games, plus guest star appearances. And we got to know her a little bit while she's here. And she brought us these beautiful, gorgeous, amazing necklaces. And so she's going to tell us about that in a minute. But welcome, Deborah. Thank you. Grateful to be here. So Indeed. you just, you just, you just exude this, woo, this light. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, goddess. Yeah. Thank you. So, and she told me that means I see it in myself too. <laughs> That's what I said. How sweet
3: of you to see yourself in me. Mm-hmm. I love it.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you for bringing in these necklaces.
1: She brought us a bag of 100 handmade necklaces. Yeah. Love and, and kindness. One hundred. Each one of them is different and she wants us to,
3: receive them and give them as a pay it forward to other people. And like I said, I always usually have a card in there and it says, I make these love and kindness necklaces to spread love and kindness. Now I pass these on to you. Mm -hmm. So wear the love. Share the love. Spread kindness. This is where we get a chance to raise the conscious vibration. I don't believe in random acts of kindness. There's no such thing as a random act of kindness. If you intend to help someone, if you intend to smile, if you intend to open a door, if you intend to share a necklace, whether you know that person or not, that's not random. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not random.
2: True. Intention.
3: It's an intentional act of kindness. And we make that choice every day. Or we yeah. do not.
1: Yes, because there aren't enough of those acts of kindness.
2: So so what other stuff do you do that's deep consciousness or is just all the time?
3: <laughs> um, nobody's all the time, but it, it, it all depends upon uh, your choices in life. We all make choices and we're all called upon to make choices in life to raise our conscious vibration because the nature of who we are and our spiritual DNA of the divine creator is there. It's always burgeoning. It is the spark. It is the light. It is the truth. It is the transparency. And we're constantly, constantly showing that which we are. What happens is we get so caught up in the world of lack, limitation, and density in the three dimensions that it becomes so powerful and palpable, it becomes so visceral to us in our experience, in emotional and a psychological level, that we let the ego take over. Mm-hmm. And in the process, the ego wants to be the big man on campus. Mm-hmm. It is also the judge and jury of yourself, and therefore it is the judge and jury of others. So when you hear uh, uh, you know phrases from the Bible like... Um, you know, love thy neighbor as thyself. The reason we are chaotic as a species is because we don't love ourselves. So now we're treating others the way we mm, would treat ourselves. Exactly. But everything is a mirror image because we have an opportunity to correct ourselves. We have an opportunity to recognize ourselves and others. And as we galvanize that nature of one, of that oneness, of that divine, powerful, loving, spiritual DNA, we get a chance to go, I want to correct that because I don't want to do that to me. I see another person, I see their eyes are different, I see their skin is different, I see their culture and their race is different. However, I recognize the soul's purpose that that is me, and what I wanna do is help and praise and raise, even if it means stepping away, even if it means praying from a distance, even if it means volunteering, even if it means being compassionate on certain levels, even if it means uh, um, uh, getting involved on social media, starting a page, Mm -hmm. whatever it is that we raise the conscious vibration, we're always being called upon, and there is a GPS system that exists in the world as we bear witness to change, as we bear witness to the transmutation. Yes, there's a lot of chaos, but there's always been a lot of chaos. Mm -hmm. The world has been created from chaos. If you think about it, tectonic plates shift underneath the ground. It shifts underwater, but we get the Hawaiian Islands. So from chaos Mm -hmm. springs a beauty. From the ash rises that powerful being. We're all those powerful beings, and nature is our guide towards that. And right. those ascended beings of, of, of light love um, who have come before us, named and unnamed, have been representational of the nature of what we are from the spirit perspective into the real perspective. It's just that in our consciousness, we say this doesn't exist. That's not possible. And yet we will coin phrases like, oh, that's just my gut intuition, Or I just had this tingling sensation. What it is, is the divine purpose of you is being called upon. It's being whispered to all the time. And we call it, like I said, you know, gut intuition, a woman's intuition. But what it really is, is the nature of that divine presence saying, you are much greater than you know you are. And the space that you take up spiritually is greater than the physical space that you take up. And as you continue to love oneself, you begin to find that you can love others because that divine that divine being, that divine presence, then gets an opportunity by your permission to co-create your experience and you begin to see differently because you won't need your eyes to do it.
1: Mm. Wow. Amen. I know. (laughs)
3: I'm going to listen to that like four times.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, so I think to sum that up, what I took from that was that a lot of times people take or look for an outside or external approval, external
3: love, when it's always on the inside. It's Absolutely. Always... Okay. And society, meaning people in general, companies and corporations run by people who say, I, I, I'm not attuned to that, but I'm attuned to what your needs are because I'm here to sell you something. So I will put out these magazines that say, if you want to be a better lover, if you want to look this good. But again, they're only doing it because their journey is to see the empty space that you created that you say, here's my empty space, fill it up. Mm-hmm. And so as it gets filled up by these things. It's like a treadmill because you, that's not enough and that's not enough. So we live in a society of not enoughness. I'm mm-hmm. not enough and therefore it's not enough. But those magazines wouldn't exist had you not believed that you were less than. Right. They wouldn't exist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There'd point. be no purpose in, to them. But mm-hmm. the only purpose they have is to actually respond to the stimuli that you put out into the world and into the universe that you are not enough. Absolutely. Right. Right. So do you I'm curious, do you
2: do because because a lot of people know you from Mad TV and comedy. And so do you do inspirational speaking or it sounds I'm, like I'm, you're I'm, I'm, I'm natural at that speaking right now. Right. But you know I mean, do you still see, do comedy?
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely I do. Awesome. Absolutely. I mean, I haven't left the entertainment industry. In fact, I've been working rather steadily in the entertainment industry. And that divine presence says, I've got spaces for you to go that you've never been before because I want you to flourish because as you continue to move through this experience, I'm going to use you in those experiences. I'm going to use you, but I had to go through. We all have to go through a dark night of the soul. Right. We all go through a series of crucifixions in order to mm-hmm. be resurrected into a yeah. greater truth. <laughs> and that greater truth allows us to serve our divine purpose and our soul's purpose and our human journey. And so for me, once I left Mad TV, it was uh, the time of uh, not working enough, getting a uh, 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 marriage that was breaking up, and a home I couldn't afford. Mm. And so I was trying to keep up with what I once had because I was holding on to the idea and the concept of what it was. So my ego wanted to be judge and jury over me and said, you're not enough unless you can have these things. Mm-hmm. Yes. See, you are an actress, you're a comedian, but if you're not working, what are you? See, your marriage is breaking up. And if that's the case, you're no longer a wife, then what are you? You can't take care of man. Now you can't take her at home. Because you're going to lose that. Don't have enough money. So all of these things that were coming towards me and that were creeping in, was was I was allowing myself and forcing myself to chase after the idea of those things while looking behind me to outrun my bills and the bill collectors and all of those other things that said, you're not enough, you're not enough, you're not enough. Right. I never turned to face them. I ran from them. Mm-hmm. And while I'm hearing that chasing of you're not enough behind me, I'm running my ass off in order to catch up with the idea that I can get that back again to be enough. See, let me, run, let, me let me outrun that so I can move forward to get those things. But it's a never-ending, vicious cycle mm-hmm. on oneself, a very vicious. And finally I got physically ill enough that I couldn't do anything. I was incapacitated. Oh. And I refused to leave the home. I was getting sicker and sicker. I stopped eating. I stopped drinking. It took a toll on my body, and I began to be sick. And finally, I got to that point where I could do no more. That space of illness had overwhelmed me. That toxicity had overwhelmed me. And what I was doing is I was piling it in and allowing it to engulf me so that I can see the light because sometimes with mm. all of that darkness all we needed to see is a spark. Right. Mm-hmm. And that spark is powerful because as we wander in the darkness and we have our hands outstretched, we don't know where we're going, if what we're gonna hit, how we're gonna make it, if there is a light at the end of the tunnel when we can't see one. But one tiny spark will draw your attention, will draw your eyesight, and will draw your tra- trajectory. And it didn't need to be larger than a spark Mm -hmm. in order to see it. And that spark exists in each and every single one of us each and every single one of us. And I realized that all of this journey was for me to bear witness so that I can see the mirror image in others because when someone else is going through that, the one that steps to the forefront, the one that has the power to step to the forefront, the one that chooses to step to for the forefront is someone who went through it too. Right. Because now they yep. see an image of themselves in you. Yep. And they won't let themselves or you go through that alone mm-hmm. ever again. And that's the power and the bravado. And coming from a comedy and a sketch and improv background was really wonderful because once you get people laughing, Mm -hmm. once you get people chuckling, once you can look at the transparency and the truth of a situation and make light of that situation, it can no longer harm you. It can no longer affect you that way. Wow. It can no longer affect you that way. And if you think about it, one small laugh changes your physiology Mm -hmm. in the body.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. we can't
3: help it. Which is why some people are going through grief will find a moment that they laugh and their tongue says, "No, no, I shouldn't be laughing at this point." Oh, yeah. Why? Why am I looking at that? It's not supposed to be humor. And there's a difference between grief and suffering. Suffering is a choice. Mm-hmm. It's when you say, "What I'm going through affects me so much that I'm going to hold on to this. I'm going to look at the sorrow. I'm going to look at the sadness. I'm going to ask the questions why." And I'm not going to move forward or allow myself to move forward because I need to hold on to this. It's like being a martyr for reasons yes. that don't serve the light within you. Right. And so with humor and comedy, it breaks it up, especially knowing that I can be very self-deprecating and then share my story. So mm-hmm. I never go anywhere without sharing that story because there is a transparency that everyone gets a chance to go, I see myself. Mm-hmm. You won't get a chance to see yourself if I talk about my supposed career. And everything that I'm doing and everything that I've done. Yet, if I talk about what allowed me to move through that and allowed me to grow creatively and co-create that with the divine presence of God within me, then you get a chance to go, that is me. Mm. That could be me. I haven't allowed that. And where did you get that? And how did you get that far? Once you ask those questions, I got you.
2: You're reachable. I got you. You're reachable. And
3: accessible. Yes. The truth is always accessible. The transparency of your darkness into the light is always accessible because there isn't anybody that hasn't experienced that. Right. There isn't anything that hasn't, any life form that hasn't gone through something like that and continues. And we get a chance to bear witness to that experience and no longer will it hold us captive. But rather, it will empower us. And I get a chance to put it on the shelf and take it out anytime I know someone is in need.
2: Right. Like earlier. yeah. Crucifixion Amen. is
3: nothing. There's no point in crucifixion without a resurrection. The only purpose of crucifixion is resurrection. That's the only purpose. The only purpose of darkness is to reveal the light. And sometimes when you don't know that the light is within you, it goes dark so that you can see that flame. Mm-hmm. You can't see that flame with all this brightness. But when your light goes dark, baby... And you see that flame? That's when you go, ah, there's that spark. There's my aha moment. Now I get an opportunity to make a choice to go, I recognize it, I accept it, I validate it, and now I choose to live it. And I feel like we can apply that to politics, what's going
1: on in the world today, how people will just complain about the president and stay in that martyr mentality, but... There's so much more to it. There is light there, but they're not seeing it. They just want to complain and blame.
3: It's all the same energy.
1: The energy has yes. not
3: changed. It's all the same energy because it comes from the one one size, one source, mm-hmm. the love source and the life source. It comes from that one source of energy. And so it's all the same. And once we galvanize and see that, we will end jealousy. We will end fear. We will in hatred. Yeah. We will end apathy. We will proactively move forward because as we continue to get illuminated and we choose to go, I want it more like crack than anything else. What happens is we realize that half the stuff we have, we don't need. Mm -hmm. We have the opportunity to go. I have more cash in my pocket to give than I would spend on a pair of of fancy three hundred dollar shoes. Right. And we find those places within us because they've always existed and dwells. The same way you walk down the street and if you're not in the need for a pair of pants, you're not gonna notice that shock. Mm-hmm. But the moment you are and you go, oh, I, mean, I need a new pair of pants, I've got this event or whatever. You're like, oh, oh, oh yeah, that's yeah, that store. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. We pay attention to our needs. We mm-hmm. do pay attention to our needs, but we don't always differentiate because again, the ego says what a need is, is a necessity. And most of the stuff we have is not a necessity. Oh, I need, like you were saying earlier, I need to do this. I need to help those people out. I need to help my friends. And I go, no, you choose to help your friends. Choosing is empowering because it gives you the opportunity to look at why you chose that thing. But need is basically like a mentality that says, I have to do it. Why? Because I'm looking for approval. I'm looking for approval. I know that person will appreciate it. It makes me feel good about myself. But feeling good about oneself has to start within. Yes. You are the divine power and purpose of the universe. You cannot be lived without. Otherwise, you would not have been created. You are the apple of God's eye. Everything you do is beautiful and perfect. Perfect? I'm flawed. No, you're not flawed. You're perfect for your learning. You're perfect for your healing. You're perfect for your growth. Everything is a GPS to show how amazing you are. You are amazing. Amazing. There is nothing less than amazing about you. But people don't know that because mm-hmm. they look at the human value and they go, I need to compare that human value. No, it's not about comparing a human value. It's what you were created before you were even flesh on this planet. And when you came here to serve your soul's purpose, you let it all go for a buck, for a man, or what I like to call, and pardon my French, <laughs> the eat, sleep, shit, fucking consume generation. <laughs> which is I come here in order to make my mark so that I can have the clothes, have the family, have the comfort, have the look, have the retirement, and, and have the material goods, keep up with the Joneses, have a great job. Have the status. And so people look at those things, and a lot of times, those things feel satisfactory for a while, but they're fleeting. They're supposed to be fleeting in the mm-hmm. blink of an eye. They're supposed to be fleeting. They're supposed to be fleeting because there's something much greater than that because you have a greater value. So as you put out and project that these things represent you, little by little, they will go away. I know, I've been there, I done mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And but as they go away, you you're left with, not nothing, because there's no such thing as nothing, but you're left with self. And you get a chance to rediscover and uncover the make and measure of who you truly are. If
2: you're brave enough.
3: If you're brave enough. You get a chance to peel, reveal, feel, deal, and then heal. No. Ooh, I like this. Okay, I'm going to use that. Use it. <laughs> it's yours to begin with. Yeah. If you spark that information within you, it was already yours. I just said it mm-hmm. to remind you that it belonged to you in the first place. Oh. Yes. Thank mm-hmm. you.
2: So what was, when when you were in the dark and you saw a spark of light, what was your first few steps to get out of it and realize? My first
3: few steps was to ask that divine presence to show me what you want me to know. Show me what you mm, want me to know. I do that too. And when I was shown, I didn't like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was so, hard work. <laughs> so... Me and God had an argument. And, you know, black women, once we get an argument, we, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> argument. So I was like, uh-uh, I didn't die. Uh, victim. Because it's uh, easy to play a victim. Oh, uh, sure. Defensive. It's a very, yeah, defensive mm-hmm. place is easy to play victims. I was like, well, I didn't do that. I didn't do that to me. And they did that. And they, what about those those men and those people? And what about this girl? And the guy didn't get fired. Why did? Uh-huh. <laughs> and Spirit put a finger On my third eye, and showed me my relationship with men and with life in a nanosecond. But Mm. more than that, right in here, allowed me to feel how I felt about myself, that I was less than, because I bartered. I bartered my life, I bartered what I believed was a career. I bartered to get a husband. I bartered to have a home because all of those things were status. Mm. They were status. And I was willing to do anything to keep them. That's desperation. That's not love. And at the same time, I went and moved through and matriculated through the human world to get them. It was like playing a chess game. Mm -hmm. Playing a card game exhausting it's exhausting after a while yeah and you have to there's a certain amount of maintenance that you have to upkeep with that Mm -hmm. and i couldn't do the maintenance i couldn't i couldn't do the maintenance to keep a husband to keep a home to keep a career so then i went well then who am i if i'm none of those things I thought I was all of those things, and I was maintaining my life. But all I was doing was shuffling things around so that they would look good,
1: mm-hmm. feng
3: shuiing them in a, in a certain way mm. so that they would would hold ho- hold a power with me. But the material world can't hold a power with you because so you, you were, are the power, and you were resisting the change. I was re- at that point. It wasn't so much resisting the change; it was a matter of playing victim because I had to go within. And so, spirit was saying, "Go within," and I was like. Uh-uh, but I but when I uh-uh, but but you're showing me to because the first word I was told the first word I was told was to forgive self just the word forgive okay what do I knew what do I need to do and spirit said forgive and so I was like well I'll forgive them and forgive them and forgive them and spirit was like nope <laughs> then I got a, a direct no no Forgive self.
1: Mm.
3: What am I forgiving, hand on the hip. What am I forgiving, neck roll. What am I forgiving myself for? <laughs> I didn't do that. They did this and they did this. What about those people I did this and five years ago what about that? When I was five years old, how about the time that this happened? It was like, oh, and I wouldn't shut up. You know, I was worse than a black woman in a movie theater. I wouldn't <laughs> shut up. So Spirit put a finger, hand, finger on my third eye and showed me my relationship with people and how I felt about myself. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, you have to forgive you because what you do What you did was you essentially said you are unworthy of these things. So you will use the material world to keep them because you're unworthy to keep them based on how beautiful you are. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And once that took shape, the healing was overwhelming. Wow. The healing was overwhelming. Was overwhelming. And that's the path I was set on. So I realized as I continue to move towards this space, I'm letting all of this stuff go. The idea of a career, the money, the home. In fact, I had a three-bedroom, three-bathroom, three-floor condo, 3,100 square feet in Sherman Oaks. I opened up my doors and told people to take everything. Take it. Take Mm. it. See, that used to represent me, but that doesn't represent me anymore. See that art? You know how much I paid for that? Guess what? It's zero. Take it. Take it. I don't need the burden. I'm moving out of this space. Mm. Well, I'm moving on out so I was like take and take and take so neighbors were like oh people were calling people people walking past the street I was like I really like that right. there you go Mm -hmm. people were calling other people to come and take shit and I was like let it go let it go let it go (laughs) (laughs) so I I, I let it all go and then I moved into this amazing small one bedroom apartment a block away because I said I love this and I didn't ask anything I didn't ask anything, but I said, now that I am relieving myself, now that I am freeing myself, now that I'm continuing to live my life, love my life, and learn my life with every sacred breath of God, I'm letting all of that go. Feed me. You feed me. You tell me what I'm supposed to have. You show me where I'm supposed to be. My life is yours. My life is yours. I have no career. What I call it is, I have these creative experiences, and here's what God did. The entertainment business can be a very fickle thing. Love you one moment. Mm -hmm. If you're not looking good, if you're getting too old, if you're this color, you're not the flavor of the day, you're not the spark of the month. Spirit said, I'm going to take you in an aspect of the industry that doesn't request or require anything but your heart and your soul and the talent that I gave you, that I gave you. Not what you wanted to manufacture in order to book a job, but what I gave you. So let all that other stuff go. So I gave up career. I was like, I have no career. I'm just going to allow Spirit to show me creative opportunities. And I am making more money than I've ever made. Mm -hmm. I doubled my salary, thanks to Spirit, from 2017 to 2018. Nice. And voiceover, motion capture, video game, live announce, straight announce, book on tape, cartoons, animation, looping, all of those... Because those are the things I can do. I can work on five projects at a time. And I am. Mm-hmm. And I let everything go. And Spirit said, this is the place, when you think about it, that doesn't doesn't care about your look. right? Doesn't care about your age. Doesn't care about your race. Doesn't care about your sex. Mm-hmm. Doesn't care about anything. And I'm finding that the older I get, and I will be 58 in a couple of months, mm-hmm. the older I get, the more I am thriving in that space that says, come and be. Mm -hmm. come and be so when people say you that actress aren't you that comedian I go no Mm -hmm. but I do comedy I do voiceovers because those are the things I do that's not what I am I got rid of the title What about your career? I don't have a career. I have these creative opportunities that the infinite presence of God says yes, so therefore I say yes. And I am flourishing like I've never flourished before because spirit said that now, now you're doing my will because I know that whenever you talk about how you're flourishing, you won't talk about it without bearing witness to the dark space that you were in and how I led you through that beautiful i'm going to use you that way mm-hmm. and your crucifixion will also be your resurrection you know black women talk i see you looking at your watch let's go on let's move on <laughs> let's move on goddess i'm not gonna take up too much of your time but you know, oh no no you know, it's, hey
2: it's it's a it's a wow i'm just nope. like well because
3: you know i'm I, amen
2: sister it was awesome i i love it um, um wait i have one request i'm gonna
1: completely change gears for okay. a second Um, just that um, voiceover, I think, I don't even know what game it is, the most popular video game, the voice, can you do the voice?
3: I do, but see, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of stuff that I do. Um, the, the most popular video game, is still my voice, but because uh, for the most part, I do a lot of creature voices. I do a lot of creature voices. I do a lot of children. I do a lot of sound effects. Did you see the movie The Nun? Are you familiar with the movie The Nun? The Nun that came out was, uh, James Wan directed it, and he had a series called The Conjuring. Yeah. So there was oh, Annabelle, yeah. The Creation, The Conjuring, yes. and all of those, and there was one where there was this demonic nun. Do you remember that? Yeah. I did the demonic voices for that. <laughs> I, did the, I did all the okay. demonic <laughs> voices for that. Not that is fun. One, but, you know, And I do children's voices. I do kids' voices. I do babies. So a lot of the times I'm doing that. Okay, in the latest Star Wars movie, um, I don't want no spoilers, but I have a, a, a character in that that I Ooh, voice. Oh, That's
2: amazing. And uh, the
3: latest Star Wars video game, I am the first black female Jedi.
2: Wow. Yeah. That's wow. badass. Okay. Yeah.
3: I work on a lot of video games. A lot of video games. Okay. Okay, well,
2: exciting. I'm I'm just excited for everyone to hear this. And we have so many of these necklaces, and it's going to be beautiful to tell the story and gift them out. And we are honored for your presence and, um, you know, you helping our previous guest as well with your words. and Always. Divine words. And... Um, Wow. I'm just, I'm just um, a little mind blown. So much gratitude. yeah, <laughs> yeah. goddess. Um, so yes. is there Blessings. a way you want anyone to find you? You or? can't find me. I'm not on any social media. But I'm <laughs> always around us. somewhere.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm right. always around somewhere. And you'd be surprised how the divine always joins me right. to people. Right. Um, I met someone who I'd never seen before, but she knew someone because I taught pre-kindergarten uh, back in New York uh, over 30 years ago. Wow. And he was the father of one of the students who ended up meeting a young woman who was his as a camera assistant, as a camera, uh, as, as someone who's a photographer, and she ran into me in a grocery store and said, I've seen you on social media, even though you're not on social right. media. You're on this there. guy <laughs> says, blah, blah, blah. I was like, absolutely. His daughter was Samantha. His daughter's got to be at least 30, 32, 33 years old right now. But, um, you know, and that happened just recently. So there are many, many, many serendipitous right. things that bring us about. But I'm, I let go of all of social media whatsoever whatsoever but the only thing i do do is i talk to people on cameo it's an app so oh, okay. you can find me on cameo cool. put it that okay. way okay. i know that one
2: yeah okay all, all
3: right, right. Thank well you thank you deborah so, much. Debra, so yeah.
2: much and uh my pleasure my to blessing. you and excited to this episode to come out so thank you everybody Bye. bye
0: For more information on Eden, go to edensustin.com. For more information on Kim, go to kimlifecoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk, Purpose, and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.
2: Oh, we have Doris Muna here who has been a previous amazing guest and I'm so excited because she is having a series of workshops workshops for six Saturdays in the Southern California area. Doris, can you, these are for healers, right? Can you tell us about this? Yes, it is for healers and lay people as well it's to help healers uh, clear their energy fields and to give them tools so they can be more effective in their results i it's a shame i see it all the time that healers get burnt out and they cannot keep going and they have all sorts of illnesses or depression it's all this energy that's stuck to them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. unfortunately Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, that's amazing because I've never seen someone have a workshop for this. And so where where would they contact you to find out more? They can contact me via my website, DorotheaHealing.com. And it's info at DorotheaHealing.com or my phone number 805-807-3097. Awesome. So exciting. That sounds great.